might as well just let the listener know you know because the dream stuff we can't who wants to listen to that and also i don't want to give away all my good ideas but if, if people if people right. think that you're man i have made a mistake with this pot of tea i'm sweating over here folks uh shoot us a comment well if you think uh, outside of some i would say very particular dishes okay probably where they probably where they have the benefit of other spices or herbs right the supplementation yeah uh let us know in the comments if you think uh ginger and mint go together you know speaking of by and large i would i can't think of anything that's in my recipe repertoire exactly sure that that would contain both ginger and mint but then again i might i add i really don't cook that much with mint oh really really i i never will learn for this way i don't think i've ever maybe on a very small handful of occasions cooked down mint i mean i'll i'll top a salad with it you know i'll top sure. food with a little mint Especially yeah. if I'm going full Mediterranean mode, if I'm going MM, uh, especially in the summertime, sure. a little sure. pomegranate, uh, what do you call those? The, the, oh man, I just went over this the other day. What are those called? What are the seeds called? The flesh around the fruit, the fruit of the pomegranate starts with an A. It's not, it's like, ap, it's like April or April, but it's not, it's, um, apple. No, it's not apple. I think it's just Aril. I think it's A-R-I-L. And that's what the little fruit is called. Let us know in the comments what the little fruit is called, but I'm almost positive. Did you know, did you know how many kinds of pomegranate there are? I just learned this the other day. Well, I didn't learn how many kinds. I just learned that there were well, so let me many. Think. I've got I've got an idea. There's red kind, orange kind, uh, and maybe it's sort of like a dark red kind. There are yellow ones. So there you go. Four. You heard it here first, folks. No, no, Four. those are the those are the big those are the big color sorry i'm i'm struggling through this concoction i've made for myself um you just gotta no, have standard i'm i'm more of a chamomile tea uh, kind of guy and you just kind of have the standards you're not going to believe this i know we just spent so long in the last episode talking about seattle's best tea and i got i got the little i lo- honestly i love this teapot despite um some of the complaints i've had about heat proof glass before this is like the perfect size it's 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 0.6 liter so what is that like um probably like 20 ounces that's a little i it's a little too modern looking i mean it's very sleek i will give you that well guess guess where i got it from yes ikea it's from ikea it's from ikea you want to know why because guess how much guess how how much it was dang folks guess how much uh let me 9.99 six dollars and for for a teapot that i've used i mean especially when i was working on the last canvas oh my god endlessly just powering down on the tea just dripping in sweat all the time drinking too much damn tea it i would say why is tea making you sweat no is it too much caffeine what's happening now is that i spice myself i've made a mistake i'm sorry tea you're you're sweating from all the from the caffeine and tea how much tea are you drinking i'm telling you right now no right again if you open if you would open your fucking ears (laughs) i remember back when we were in the art scene we would we would pound like pots of coffee like yeah. it was nothing. No, coffee does not make me sweat. Just coffee's tea. not a problem. That's, that's well, because what if you would let me finish? What's happening now is that I got spiced and I'm having a bad reaction to overspicing myself. What right. I'm talking You're about of the reaction that a baby would have. Okay, I would love to see you go crazy on this tea with me. What's it's not even tea. This is just a beverage. I can't even call this tea. I'm a beverage boy now. Uh, what was happening? back i'm describing back in october when i was working on that last canvas um i would i would say like all right it's noon you know i only have so much light i'm gonna i'm gonna put in like four hours right now so i would make a pot of green tea or a pot of preferably a pot of the the green jasmine tea the pearl jasmine tea make a pot drink it down uh brew the grounds 
threw the leaves over again, drink it down, dump them, new leaves, brew it, drink it down. And I would probably have like, I wish this was a joke, like eight pots of tea. And at that point, yeah, I'm sweating because I have the gloves on. I have a heat lamp in my face and I'm very sweaty at this point. I have a, I just, this is just going to be a little plug for one of our sponsors, but I do want to say a, a tea that has kind of hit center stage in the international community. A lot of people I know love this tea from different parts of the world. So this is something for those locals, the you Seattle locals, you can take pride in uh, market spice. Oh, is that the Northwest breakfast tea? Yeah. Whoa. The market spice Northwest breakfast tea is a big hit. A lot of people like it. It's a, and it's a very good black tea. So I will say that that's just a little plug. Uh, Cause I realized we were talking about uh, Seattle's best tea. And I thought, you know what? I've got another, another local one, another local shout out. That's, that's uh, really highly regarded, not only by myself and like, uh, you know, the locals, Mm-hmm. but but across the board from what I've seen a lot of people really like the the market spice I tell you uh boy did I feel like a damn hunk walking into uh Seattle's best tea when I was there last because I walked in with the I had the teapot and I said oh I want to have I want to get some herbal teas I, I'm a coffee drinker so I want some evening teas some different like you know I want to sure. want to get a little experimental so yeah. we walk in there and it's like um it's a very it's a very traditional tea shop tea room so it's like they have green black jasmine oolong they have a lot of fermented teas that they import in like big wheels and then they'll chip off a little bit for you that kind of stuff it's very i mean the price is it's incredibly affordable it's like actually not even for it's cheap it's dirt cheap um it's just like it's you know it's very much so for uh i don't know like yeah, Asian people who have like a very, who have like a better understanding than I do. I went in like a hunk is what I'm saying. I went in, I walked up to the counter. I said, she's like, you know, what can I help you with? And I said, yeah, I think I'm mostly looking for herbal teas. You know what she said to me? She said, what is that? And I said, oh, I guess, um, and yeah, Carl's, Carl's giggling. And I say, I guess I'm looking for, you know, uh, decaffeinated or, or caffeine free teas, different, like, yeah, different herbal blends and so, you know, just being a little dumbass. And she's like, well, we have white tea if you're looking for low caffeine. Otherwise, it's about how you brew it. And I'm just getting dunked on left and right. (laughs) And then she walks me through and just starts like handing me things. She's like, you'll like this. You'll like this. You'll like this. And I did. I loved all of them. I mean, it's very incredibly knowledgeable. But at that point, I'm just hat in hand like a little boy. Just like, okay, thank you. Thank you, mommy. Show show me my teas I need. Um, And obviously, with what I'm drinking now, clearly, I didn't (laughs) learn. Clearly, I'm still just being a little boy. That's a, that's a good image. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> just like this five Getting five foot one, like old Chinese woman just being like, all right, let me hold your hand and we'll figure this out. And I was like, all right, Getting sorry, sorry. Um, anyway, for the listener, just so I can Herbal elaborate tease. upon. Yeah, elaborate I don't know upon. what that is. Yeah, I didn't think, I, I mean, I thought I was going to go in knowledgeable because I was, what I was looking for was like blue lotus and like some more kind of esoteric things. But I either went to the wrong fucking place or did not know what word I was supposed to use, but I wound up looking like a hunk. The white tea I bought though was what I was drinking last time. And that that's a really okay. nice midday treat. But uh, so for the listener, white, white's your uh, go-to? No, no. But the green tea is my go-to. It's so in the morning, You're because apparently, so let me, let me break down my daily beverage intake outside of my two gallons of water. I also sure. drink, I also drink about a half liter of coconut water. I drink my morning cup of coffee, which I use in AeroPress because I prefer, I, I don't like using the mocha pot as much anymore because it doesn't extract the caffeine that I need. So I do the AeroPress to get really get my day started, get everything moving. And then for the pod or midday, I'll help myself to either a silver, a silver, the silver needle or a white tea or the sure. pearl jasmine while I had it. Cause I just really went nuts for a jasmine. I go nuts for a jasmine tea, a black tea. I could take or leave. It's gotta be you know what I need? I need for a black tea. I need either a very crisp autumn day or I need thick snow. You know, I, the black tea for me is not an everyday sure. tea. Certainly not, sure. certainly not that intense. Like a, an Earl Grey, sure, I can have that whenever, but like a really intense, I don't even know what this one was called, um, but like a really intense, really like uh, robust 
black tea like that. That's not, that's not an everyday sip for me. Um, and then I'll make myself something in the Vitamix. I'll usually go smoothie or I'll go some kind of juice, my beet juice, my lemon and my ginger. Um, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd say realistically, I'm consuming about four gallons of liquid a day in addition to my meals. Good. Yeah. I'm, yeah, well, there you go. 20 money. So I have one. a final. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say 20 money one year of the bag chaser is about not just staying hydrated, but um, sure. taking the ideas of the principles of hydration and beverage intake to an illogical extreme, really pushing the sure. boundaries of what your body sure. can accept. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> flowing through me constantly. I'm Pushing juiced up. Your veins. I'm ripped up like Rambo. And I'm juice. I'm juice and Jared right about now. I get it. Anyway, okay. you were saying. I was gonna ask since we're uh, uh, breaking all of our rules from last week. What's your uh, favorite jelly bean flavor? Well, I've... <laughs> nice try. Because we not, but we specifically said we weren't gonna discuss our favorite teas, and you said your favorite's green. I didn't say what kind. Of, that's like saying, oh, my favorite kind of coffee is coffee. You can't that's such a wide umbrella still. Also, I did not break down my brewing methods. I did not. I, we should, we saw the pot. We didn't see the temperature of the water. We didn't see the minutes Oops. of infusion. We didn't see the Oops. ratios. We didn't see the grams in grams out. All right. Look, I'm putting them on the bare minimum game right now so that people might better themselves, but am I going to let them bite? No, no, they can figure it out. Okay. Our okay. listeners are smart. The, the brood leaf bunch know what they're doing to an extent, or we should hope granted we, it's been officially uh, 72 hours, and we have not heard any uh, information from our boots on the ground correspondent, Damon Money. We do have complete and total radio silence. Well, I will say, uh, let me just crazy. <clears throat> also plug uh, a classic of mine, a, a loose leaf tea. I'm not going to say anything about the details of the tea, but I will say shout out to Muliri for, uh, for the good stuff. Oh, boy. There you go. You know our, our ravenous fan base. They're going to take that to the David Foster Wallace and Gromit subreddit. They're going to start hunting down. You know, they're going to use all the tools at their disposal. They're going to go to the David Foster Wallace and Gromit oh, Reddit. You can give a little teaser. You can get a snapshot of this. This is the lid. Oh, I love that. I can show you the can too. Here, actually, yeah, wait, let me get it. Let me get a snapshot of that uh, and we'll put it in the, the episode notes. Yeah. Get hold that back up. Yeah, get the can. For everyone listening at home. Uh, in media res, we're we're gonna go ahead and give you guys a pretty big hint as to how we live our lives uh, so luxuriously, um, you know, so so uh, uh, free of stress and 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 even still so free of pretense. So you know, we uh, you know we understand the needs of the broodleaf bunch, um, but you know, really, it's not our place. Unfortunately, it's not our place to hold your hand through everything. This is a an, an intellectualist podcast. Um, you know, the foremost intellectualist podcast, and we should hope that our fan base is uh, reflective of that. And now, Steve, I see you're holding up a little jar. Can we go ahead and get a clean shot of that? Also going through the tea cabinet, I will say. Also coffee. Uh, but, you know, this household, I'll tell you what, there's no telling what the preferred uh, tea is. Of course. We've got black, we've got white, we've got oolong, we've got green, we've got red, we've got everything. I would like to get it a little more into an oolong tea, a red tea I could take or leave. Now let's, hold on, hold that up to the camera. Really? Hold that up to the camera real quick. I want to get a clean shot of that. Thank you. There we cut go. Cut me out of it. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you get cut out of it or not. This is the packaging. Yeah. I'll give this, I'll show you. This is the. Okay. Dang. What? Wait, where'd you get that from? Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, you got to cut that out. Now, that's a lot of tea, my guy. Yeah. What are you going to... Are you cutting it up or are you are you just kind of binding it? What are you doing with all that? I mean, how much... Well, geez, I have so many questions. You um, take one or two of them as you see. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't tell them how you make it. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll talk about that after the pot. <laughs> you fold it. Sure. You don't cut it up. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of manipulate it get a little oil out no is it fully dried yeah oh oh, oh okay Got a very what's this what's the sniff like what's the nose like crazy just nuts 
I don't know. It's something between like kind of sagey, but also a little bit huh. flowery, like oh. a little bit, maybe a little lavender kind of, but That's it's not funny. lavender. It's maybe lavender-esque and like sage-esque and like it's got kind of the deep, the deep sage, Yeah, yeah. but it's not sage. Do you, um, I mean, I guess I meant to ask this earlier. But it's good stuff. Oh, no, I've I had, believe it. I've, I've had this, they, they, I, I, I caught a bit of a sniffle. Yeah. Uh, and I was, it was mandated to have uh, multiple glasses of those. And I'm very glad I did Do you a little while ago, not recently, but. For your loose leaf tea, do you have a little infuser like this? Or do you have one of those little pod ones that you, uh, you put in the glass? Uh, all. Oh, okay. We have, we have the, the paper tea bags that you can fold oh, and make yeah, your yeah. own thing. We have the little, the little kind of pod plastic ones, a bunch of those ones actually shaped like a tea bag and you, you know, take, you take its rubber or whatever, and you take it off and you put the tea in, yeah. put it back on. And it looks like a tea bag with the little tag. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have this one. I can show you. Oh my God. We got to start having you compile all your show and tell objects before we start the pod. You know what's good, and I and this is this is something that I'm I'm willing to share with the listener, just because it's too good it's too good to pass up, and it's uh it's important knowledge that I think the broodleaf bunch are are really desperate for. Um, an important discovery I made over the summertime because I have a pretty I have a nice little uh, herb garden, herb garden out on the balcony that I've been that I've been tending to, and what I did over the summer is I would take what's up, cultivating. Uh, no, not cultivate. Yeah, sure. But I haven't been, I haven't cultivated any of it. I'm not in a long time. I've been, I've been tending to and monitoring it and make sure, making sure that I can overwinter all these herbs. But, um, but no, what I was doing was back in, I don't know, April or May in the middle of the growing season, knowing, knowing it would come back. I, uh, I cut off a bunch of sage, the purple sage that I have, a good purple sage, sure. dry it out and then brew a little tea with the sage leaves, the dried sage leaves. I had yeah, heard sure. that it's sage tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I That's didn't know anything. Thing. Oh, I look, I, you're telling me, I know. I didn't know. I didn't know at the time though. And, um, oh. that's a tasty tree and you need so little of it. I mean, I, before I even had the infuser, I just took like six dried leaves and put them in a cup and let them, let them get heavy enough and soaked yeah. enough to sink to the bottom. And I said, whoa, wow. You know, wow. We, that's a treat. Um, I gave my, oh, yeah. ooh, we, you know, oh, come on. Can't beat it. Maybe a chi who? Maybe a chihu. Uh, I tell you what, my my sinuses are feeling great from my um, my my caliente mistake over here. But uh, there you go, clears you right on. up. Mm. Drink sriracha. Uh, anyway, um, so we're about nineteen minutes into the pod. Uh, we haven't really covered anything, have we? <laughs> I are you are you kidding me? We've covered so much. We've uh, it's really just an extension. I guess what people need we to haven't understand. gotten to our chapter of infinite death. We keep forgetting. I guess what people need to understand is that going into uh, 20 money, one year, of the bag chaser, sure. the year, our Lord, 20 money, one year, of the bag chaser. This yeah, yeah, is yeah. a, it is just as much a tea podcast, a tea enthusiast yeah. and fanatic, even, a, a, a tea zealot podcast, might I even, uh, as much as it is the foremost authority on, uh, postmodernism, new sincerity. And of course, David Foster Wallace, the seminal classic, infinite jest and for more topics uh shoot it in the comments or send us an email yeah we need uh, we uh you know always our mailbag is is overflowing sometimes we don't even get a chance to to, to comb through it but shoot us an email right. at david foster wallace and gromit at, at gmail.com and leave a review currently we are sitting at a nice three out of five uh stars on itunes with i believe 14 or 15 reviews um i believe one of one of our glowing reviews from a, an avid listener says uh unlistenable um you know it's people love it. yeah people love what we're doing here people are addicted to it and uh, and we're just glad that we get to share it with them oh jesus christ dude <laughs> why why'd you do that oh and now you yeah of course you can't talk yeah steve just put like a whole orange in his mouth <laughs> just went in and took the peel off and then just went to town i was really trying to get it all is that like that's a big orange, man? Is that like a come on, man? Anyways, what I God what damn I wanted it. to get at. Yeah, please do. What I wanted to get at when I mentioned shoot us an email or mm -hmm. 
whatever I said. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> <coughs> Just choking on orange juice. Whew. Wasn't expecting it to have that much juice. Golly. Okay. It's almost like, like you. My... It's almost like you bit into a citrus fruit and didn't expect it to be a citrus fruit. I I like to have my oranges in thirds. I don't eat it any less. It's in that was... three pieces, no matter how big the orange is. Okay. No, you can do that I... with a cutie with a little mandarin. You can't do that with a. I rip it into three pieces, and I will not budge. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Please, what were you okay. what were you saying about our mailbag, about our avid listener and 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 uh, correspondent? Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, let us know what topics we should talk about, what we should discuss. We've kind of covered tea a little bit. We've talked a bit about coffee, if I remember correctly. You know, we talk about books. We talk about whatever it may be. Uh, so. Shoot us a suggestion. What are you, what are you thinking? Herbs next, you know, we can talk about herbs, what we suggest, what, you know, how one should use herbs as like an amateur home cook or like, you know, from our perspectives as non-experts, what well, kind of herbs do we like to use in uh, certain dishes and things like that? Maybe that would be fun or useful. We're, we're all about, uh, this is a new sincerity. We're all about being useful and sharing our yeah. experiences and, and how it's, how they're useful and things like that. Yeah. Hobbies. Oh, I don't know. Baseball. What? We can talk about baseball. No, we can't. Board games. No. Okay. All right. You're Whatever it may now. be, we can, we can sort of discuss those types of things. So shoot, shoot, shoot some suggestions. What are you guys into? Uh, let us know i i guess what i am having difficulty with is i just can't believe you would do this um during the podcast we all know <laughs> for years now you have been looking to branch out on your don't you fucking get up again god damn it steve oh my god <sighs> i like my apple juice what can uh-huh. I say? yeah yeah this okay is, so anyways this is the chaotic episode where steve's getting a little geeked up a little g-e-e-q-u-e-d or Q U E apostrophe D. No, no. Um, uh, what the fuck was I just talking about? I don't know. Oh, you yeah. Were talking about oh no, I was in. I was. Um, with me. Yeah, I was incensed because everyone, yeah. everyone who's been listening to the pod has known that for years you've been looking to branch out on your own and do a splinter pod with one of the listeners. You've just been waiting for the right listener. You were hoping yeah. that you could be first first chair to now mm-hmm. the listener's second fiddle. Maybe a board, a, yeah, a board game podcast, a baseball podcast. A, Sure. And, and an herb podcast, a horticulturist podcast. Trying Honestly, to, if you get up one more time. <laughs> All right. Should we even talk about um, the novella? Or should, we, or should we do this one as like a bonus episode that we just kind of throw out there? We still haven't done the intro. What's the intro? Uh, hello and welcome again to David Foster Wallace and Gromit, oh, the only no. officially unlicensed infinite chess fan cast. I'm your host, Jared. With me as always, Steve, is to discuss uh, uh, to discuss uh, David Foster Wallace's uh, seminal classic, Infinite Jest, uh, as we do every week, as we want to, in addition to uh, arts, culture, uh, things that might tickle our fancy, and, and, uh, and a novella of our choosing, or short story of our choosing in the case or event of this week. Damn, this, Correct. Yeah, this beverage got me... Uh, <clears throat> I finally finished off the pot. I might have to drink a little water after this. Ah, that intro. Anyways. Yeah, at the 27-minute mark. <laughs> I will say, any of those topics you, you mentioned previously, uh, I would be open to discuss. Particularly baseball stats. Yeah. Although, I will say... Baseball not, cards. Not, not current baseball. Oh. Unfortunately. My, uh, my mm-hmm. uh, era is more... I don't know, 2000s. I don't know much about modern baseball. I'm sorry. 1940s, 1950s. I mean, of course, 80s and 90s too, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I wasn't there at those games. Although, well, actually, no, I was at games during the 90s. You know, I, I, uh, you know, I used to, you know, I went and saw when I was a kid. Who'd you go and see? I tell you what, something that to this day, I'm still... Reeling, reeling over. over yep exactly yeah uh you know no no world series <clears throat> never won a world series but should have 
We're not going to get into that, but I tell you what, Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. I was just going to say, welcome to the only officially unlicensed Ken Griffey pod. Ken Griffey Jr. fan cast. Yep. Back when he was playing with his dad, too. Yep. And I'll tell you. Friend of the, I mean, friend of the pod. Friend of the family, yeah. Friend of the pod, Griffey. Friend of the pod, uh, Ichiro. Um, really just the, let's call it, let's call it what it is. The 2005-2006 Mariners starting lineup. Uh, friend of the pod. And we do hope, of course, at our next live show no, that no, they will be introducing wait. us. What's up? Sorry, 2005, 2006. No, 2000, 2000 to 2001. I know. I'm talking about if we're talking whole starting You're lineup. You're thinking the Seahawks. No, didn't say that. I'm talking about when we have our next live show, of course, overseas across the pond, we will be bringing with us the entirety of the 2005-2006 Mariners starting lineup to intro us and be with us at the meet and greet and signing opportunity. Yeah, but we don't want the 2005 to 2006 starting lineup. We want the 2000 to 2001 starting lineup. I think you're being greedy is what I think. (laughs) I think you're getting a little too big for your britches. We do want the 2005 to 2006 starting Seahawks lineup. Yes, correct. Steve, I don't think you understand. I've already made these connections. The contracts are signed. If they hear you saying this about them. Hey, yo, what up, folks? This is K K526, your sports news of 2021. Hey, can you believe it? Something about uh, basketball. Yep. Who won the NBA championship? I don't know. I tell you basketball. what, basketball. As of um, probably 2023, uh, <clears throat> monic- of course, moniker uh, undecided, but this will be the officially unlicensed uh, NHL fan cast Sports. moving into moving into uh, Seattle's oh, new Kraken team. Which, uh, if I if I recall correctly, Tell we have why. we have a logo, we have merch, we have a new stadium. We do not have a team yet. There is there are no players signed on to play with us. But I tell you what. Uh, you're gonna. There's gonna be every episode description is gonna have a photo of me at a at a at a dang game, just sitting on the damn ice. I'm gonna be on the rink myself. I'm gonna be shaking hands. I'm gonna be kissing babies, having a good old time. Seattle went from like local, notable affiliations as their sports uh, teams. For example, the SuperSonics. I think. I mean, in re- in reference to <clears throat> uh, Boeing and like jets and stuff like that. Yeah. And the Seattle Seahawks, which is a derivative or a nickname of the Osprey local attraction. Yeah. The Sounders was what? An orca whale, if I'm not mistaken. At least in early days, the logo was an orca, wasn't Puget, it? It's just Puget Sound. Puget, yeah, I know, but the yeah. logo was an orca. It was related to that sound that orcas make. So I don't know. And then the, what am I missing? Mariners, of course, sailing. Yeah the old sailors and the fishermen down the coast. <clears throat> the However, storm, the storm, the WNBA team. The storm, and we have, yeah, we have, exactly. a, we have a rugby team as of a couple of years ago. I forget their name. I want to say it's like the sea wolves. Um, okay. Maybe that one's a little bit, that one's a little bit more of a stretch. Actually, here, let me check. I can check that right one now. doesn't, that wasn't, doesn't fall into my, category i understand however however the yeah storm exactly storm seahawks supersonics mariners it is the sea sounders sea wolves yeah that one's maybe a bit and then and then they decided to go with all of the and i'm not going to say fictional but all of the uh let's say out there uh type creatures yeah the xfl team of last year was the Dragons, yeah. and now the NHL hockey team is going to be the Kraken. I got to say, the Dragon, the the XFL, us having an XFL team, really, um, really remorseful regarding. I mean, like they, I think we had them for what, like less than, I mean, it's less than ten local games, and tickets were cheap. Yeah. They were like twenty bucks a ticket. Um, there was a guy who I uh, who I worked with who was like, "Oh, we should go. We should go. It's on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a good old time." And I thought, "Yeah, that would be a lot of fun." And just never really panned out. And then, you know, obviously that kind of came to an abrupt end. And I yeah. doubt that it's going to be coming back. Uh, I imagine all the investing kind of fell through there. Um, really, too bad. 
Really too bad. Big shame, because I tell you what, I watched most of the games, and I don't just mean the Dragons. I watched, we watched most of the, uh, I, I watched as many as I could of those games, because I tell you what, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Those were cool. I really like the idea of having like a, I don't know what to call it, minor league. Yeah. Uh, like a triple A. Yeah. professional sports team in this case like seattle i thought i thought also you have a lot of wiggle room like with the with the mainstay professional sports teams in seattle in particular you have to really adhere to the rules of uh uniform let's say yeah. whereas with the dragons i mean you have a bit more wiggle room it's kind of the secondary football team i don't know i'm i get big on on uniforms and logos and stuff but they kind of went out there and put 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 a lot of orange in it. I mean, okay, there was green, but they, put but they a lot were of orange classic dragon colors, not classic Northwest colors. Yeah, right. And I think that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. But obviously, would, the mainstays uh... the mainstays can't. You can't really fiddle around with that on the mainstay uh, uniforms of the Seattle sports teams. It's got to be gray, blue, white, black, green. Can't I mean, really. I'd love to know your take then on. Um, yeah. Obviously, as you know, as I'm as I'm sure you're aware by now, was it a year ago? Um, yeah. Safeco became T-Mobile Park, which means that instead of the blue green facade and blue green interior, it's now it's pink, pink and black facade, pink and black interior, pink and black sign, green and blue team, which. I think anyone with half a brain cell can assume that at some point or another, be it a giveaway night, be it like a special on the road <laughs> exhibition, they're going to get the pink and black uniform. And that's a real, I mean, I, I'll riot. I'll get out in the damn street and lose my fucking mind. I won't, I won't, I the will Mariners not be able to wear pink, a pink, a pink and black T-Mobile uniform. Disgusting. Do you think they'll have the T-Mobile on the, on the chest instead of Mariners? I think they'll like have a the T, T. There will be a T Mobile logo somewhere in the same way that like the Sounders have the big fuck all Xbox logo front and center. I know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That'd be really disappointing. That'd so they really changed. Wait, so they changed the color of the. Like of the. The frame, the metal frame of yeah. Safeco. It's, it's pink uh, now? No, I think it's black. It's black. Okay. Because it used to be green. You know, inside, so outside, outside, everything matches up pink. I mean, granted, it's been what it's been a year since anyone's really been able to see inside, Uh, but it's, it's all pink and black exterior inside. I mean, you look at games and stuff. They still got the blue seats. You know, I assume that all the like hall of fame Mariner stuff inside and like all the restaurants, everything, all the food, everything is going to be blue and green moving forward. I don't think they could change that without there being some degree of backlash or just dissonance because if they were to change that then they would i mean they mean they would have to change the team color because on any sort of live feed any televised game you're going to see the people on the field and then any televised home game and then you're going to see everything else and it's not going to match up it's going to be too jarring um i mean the second they start changing i guess yeah i can you know i really don't know but the second they start changing like the uh what do you call it? Like the Jumbotron, any of the big screen stuff, any of the, oh, yeah. the real present stuff. The second that starts being pink and black, we're going to have a real problem. Yeah. You know, everyone go ahead and sound off I in need, the comments. Let us know. Let us know I what you think my, about this change. Uh, I need my blue Mariners. You know, you got to have your blue, the blue Mariners hat. I would Mariners, even go so far as to say, oh man, you know what I found at Norman Truce? Mariners hat's a classic, I think, in sports. You know, the baseball cap with the S yeah. compass logo. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a classic. That's yeah. one of that's one of the. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm well, even the uh, position of bias. The it's iconic. Logo. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <sighs> Compared to the Dodgers and the Yankees, no. No, yes, it is. Of course, it is. <laughs> no, of course, it is. Less less iconic, but I would almost prefer it is the Trident. I found a I found a classic, one of the blue and yellow joints, okay. one of the classic blue and yellow giveaway hats with the Trident on it okay. at uh, yeah. at Norman Teresa's house not too long ago. And even found yeah. myself a little promotional Seattle Pilots ball cap. How long did were, didn't they exist for only one year or something yeah, crazy? Way back. You know, man, you know what? Year. You know what I can't wait to do when it's possible? Man. We were talking about Rainiers. this. The other day. 
Yep. Well, and the Aqua socks. I know. Absolutely. Hundred percent. You think you think I don't know? Because what's cool, what's so cool about Cheney Stadium is that it's fully developed. It's fully articulated. It's like going to a, a regular baseball game, yeah, just yeah. a little bit smaller. Whereas exactly. you go to the Aqua Sox, and it's like, it's so much. It's so little. Going to the Aqua Sox is like going to a fully built out high school baseball game, yeah, and it's exactly. the, it's the best time. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's dirt yeah. cheap. Get yourself a bunch of grub. Get yourself a little dang hat. They got yeah, that frog. Go nuts. Go nuts. Yeah, you know they you. got the frog, and they got a fireworks show every night in the summer. Go crazy. Yeah. Yep. Man, yeah, I remember uh, at Tacoma Rainiers. So for those who are uh, in the U.S. or from the U.S. and know kind of baseball, that's the what Rainiers are the Triple A team mm-hmm. and the Aqua Sox are the Double A team. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's in the in the farm system. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tacoma, as opposed to Seattle, Everett Aqua Sox, it's a little bit north. It's about equidistant from Seattle. Everett Aqua Sox or North Tacoma Rainiers or South and uh, really fun games. Yeah. I, I don't think I've been to an Aqua Sox game, but I've been to Rainier games and yeah. those are just fun. It's just That's a little bit smaller scale, uh, just slightly, but it's like going to a full on game mm-hmm. and that's just a blast. Baseball's fun. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. And so for, for the international people, Damon Money, for example, of course, that would like, that would be like, saying uh the mariners who we were talking about is in the mlb major league baseball which would be the premier league so this is for british the british our british fans damon uh that would be the premier our british league. our british fan our british fan yeah <laughs> that would be like the premier league and then uh and then uh when when i said triple a so tacoma rainiers that would be like the what's the second one called premiership you know, well, when, you know. Maybe, maybe you when you get relegated maybe you get relegated from the premier league, you go down to the second division in england yeah. and then when you get relegated from that you go to the third and that would be like double a so the everett aqua Sox. so every team every city region kind of city-ish area has a has a double a and triple a teams I guess I think it's double A AA and triple A, but in any case, you've got minor league teams and players can also get kind of promoted up to the major league from there. It's a whole system. Uh, and so you kind of got three ish local baseball teams at varying degrees. If you want to go watch them. And so we, have, that's we fun. probably have more it's fun. There's probably one out on yeah, the peninsula. More. And then well, and again, yeah, yeah. this is all just Western Washington. I mean, there's probably one in the peninsula or I, I guarantee there's like a, you know, a Yakima, something, uh, for whatever. Sure, for sure. Because yeah, I think yeah. the Aquasox mostly play, I think their their division is pretty local. You know what I mean? It's pretty small. It's like maybe like there's a Canadian yeah. team and then probably just intro Washington. Because the Aquasox are like going to a a, a built-out high school game. Um, yeah. People are just having a good time. Whereas the Rainiers are like, I'm trying to put on, I'm, yeah, I'm putting on a clinic. I'm moving up to the show. Yeah. Uh, the big show. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think I it's probably Vancouver has a minor league team. I assume yeah, so. Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Man, it was it was a it was a real bummer. The way they did baseball this year, I want to say they because we only played like a handful of we only play a handful of teams. It's cut up into the um was it the cactus and the I don't think it's called the Grapefruit League, but the Arizona training camp and the Florida training camp. Yeah, yeah. Um so I want to say that our, and maybe I'm misremembering things, but I want to say our series with uh, Toronto just got nixed entirely. Or I think we maybe had like one game as a preseason, but that that classic homecoming series just out. Yeah, it's a bummer. I'll tell you, Toronto gets, uh, Toronto and Seattle gets kind of heated. Oh, yeah. That's a classic rivalry. Th- those were all the good giveaway nights. That's when you go and you get yourself like a regular, and they don't, they're not giving you the, the, the Gildan tea. They're giving you the MLB official tea for first, you know, 20,000. Or they're, or they're giving you the little, like, um, Ken Griffey Jr., for example, the little Ken Griffey Jr. bronze statuette. Oh, don't even give I've me got, so, I mean, I've, you want to talk got about one of those somewhere. Or maybe a bobblehead, maybe a classic bobblehead giveaway night. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong. Ichiro bobblehead. Come on. You get the, you get the gloves, the signed Ichiro gloves. You get the, um, you get a small bat or maybe one of those plastic helmets you eat the ice cream out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all yeah, know exactly. that. That classic shared experience for this our international erudite podcast. 
Uh, yeah, unfortunately, <clears throat> I'm not, uh, in my experience, soccer is, or football in the international community is not the same. My experience with soccer or football is uh, severe hooliganism. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a, that's not, by the way, that's not a, uh, that's not a, a dig. That's just. Eastern Europe is a, is a wild place where where it's uh you know it gets it gets goofy. I mean, you know, I think uh football international as it may be. Um sure. I I think for a lot of countries and this isn't like I don't think this is a hot take. It's not even a joke. I think uh it sort of became like the de facto social religion. It gave people like a a more like it's uh it's the same sort of thing I was goofing on with the you know, thought experiment rivalry with microbreweries I was talking about last week, where, um, you know, you can build up such fervor and such zeal around something so local and so specific. Sure. And, uh, and that kind of becomes the guiding light. That's the that's the new divining rod. Obviously, there are, you know, most of these countries do actually li literally have a national religion. But this is sort of a better way to bring communities together over something that people can really really unite behind and of course like any sort of uh crusade there's violence how it goes there you go how it goes um but that know, being said i've been to some i will say i've i've uh i'd love to I hear went, you say it I, I gotta say i did go to this is a similar experience to the one we we described with like baseball or maybe my more so minor league baseball just going getting uh getting some food and drink sitting on the terrace or kind of in the little like dinky stands and watching yep. a game. I went to, went to uh, the uh, kind of the local uh, Sunday league. Let's call it our international crew. will will know what that means. Like Sunday league soccer stuff. Yeah. I went to that, you know, local stuff in Europe and uh, around the globe, let's say they do their, they do their Sunday league soccer stuff. That's fun. Yeah. Man, you get some get some grub, get something to drink, get a pop, sit there, sit there and watch some uh soccer. And you know, it's not it's not the the big leagues. So, you know, your final score ends up being like seven four. Yeah. So you get some good action in Good it. action. Get yourself a kebab, get yourself a doner kebab and a and Yeah, a, get get yeah, yourself yeah. a doner. Come on. Yeah. Get man, some street sounds, food. Uh, oh Can't come man. With that. So, Look, so if you wanna there's there's definitely some some very cool stuff uh outside of baseball you know i'm I'm obviously not we're not knocking soccer soccer's fun too Come on. i honestly at this point in time going on uh such a hiatus i'm just so horny for a live sporting experience to eat just like some stadium food and just sit and like be close to people and goof around fucking i mean and not even just that street food i would love a little i love to eat some street food i oh man i would love to uh man Whew. started making my own street food yeah it's but it's never thing, but it's i've made i've been like making my own variants so instead of cooking meat in a normal way i've been like grilling it and trying to yeah match spices and do the shavings like make the little home shawarmas it's well, not the yeah, same again, i haven't been same. able to do that but i've just just with spicing and stuff like that trying yeah. to make instead of making meat you know chicken I'll instead try and cut it up and spice it in a certain way and then put it on a sandwich. Yeah. You know what? Just to try and just to, you know. This is, and I don't even care that I'm giving away this good, this this nugget to the listener. You know what? A, a big key ingredient to giving, especially like a grilled piece of chicken, the street food taste that you want, a little turmeric. Yeah, sure, for sure. I mean, in, in addition to your spice mixture, because my normal spice mixture, I can't give away. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give away the whole thing. But I'll Turn tell that you chicken that. Yellow. But I eventually started doing that. In addition to all the, because it's I mostly I mostly work with like um, best way to describe it would be like a Latin American spice base, and I started adding a little turmeric to it to just oh, yeah. yeah a little earthier, a little richer. Anyway. Um, no, but I, I mean, yeah, there have been a lot of times during all this where I thought, oh, maybe it's time to, let me turn the light on. Maybe it's time to, uh, I don't know, you know, try to try to emulate an, an experience that I'm just so desperate for. And, you know, I started compiling all the ingredients, trying to work out how I could do hot pot at home, you know, or like a like the little hibachi grill, do like the Korean barbecue. Fat fucking champ. No, it's not. 
for the effort involved, do it, yeah. it's not worth it because it's not going to be the same. The appeal in the same way that like uh, back in the summertime, we were like grilling up dogs, you know, having a good old time, but it's not going to be walking out of, I mean, maybe this is a, um, look, the real heads know what I'm talking about here. Walking out of Numo's or outside of Comet or outside of something on that Pike Pine exchange on like a, on a hot summer night and just getting yourself a little dog and just sitting there and getting locked out in the middle distance, just staring at your feet, eating your dog slowly, quietly, having a nice time. What, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, hey, um, so I, I probably we should keep that pension short uh, for, the, for the next episode because we we're officially, week. we're at the 50 yeah. minute mark. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we add, uh, we do two. So we do that one and then we read one of the other ones. Yeah. So did you, um, okay. Yeah. Let's do that. So uh, for so one of the other pension. Week, oh, from the pension. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's do that. Maybe the first one. I can't remember what it's called. Okay. So for we next week, chuck, then. Chuck the first one on there. Yeah. So we'll do Lowlands and then we'll do um, the small rain. Yeah, by sure. uh, Thomas Pynchon. And I mean, I guess just not to get into the short, because again, it's that that will get away from us very quickly. I, we are affording our listeners a rare opportunity. We're not, you know, we, we started today and the listeners thought, oh, geez, I didn't read the short. You know, they're going around, they're collecting the homework. But what has happened, you know, happenstance, has, you know, has dictated that we're halfway through the desks, collecting up homework, bell rings, we go, eh, you know. I got things to do. You got things to do. They start handing back the homework. They say, we're not grading today, you know, tomorrow, day after, get it in when you can. And what we have done for our listeners is we have afforded them that golden opportunity. We're saying, yes, you didn't read Lowlands. Yes, you were only listening to hear us, uh, you know, speak truth to power about uh, the MLB, about, you know, how how (laughs) insanely desperate we are, at least I are, for am for uh, for uh, uh, a shared human experience moving into uh, the year our lord 20 money one and you heard us talk a little bit about the brood leaf you know or that we all love so much now what we're saying is this one's on us you know we goofed it we're not going to punish you for it join us next week for a little a little reading selection a little joint reading selection a little twofer and we'll just go ahead and jump right into it next time and we can get a little more tangential and of course, yeah. it goes without saying. And oh, uh, I mean, the, the endless apology, you know, an, an endless, a tireless apology. Yes, we have mistakenly ran a little too long and are unable to, what is it, discuss our selection of Infinite Jest this week. That's fine. As I just got done saying, we've afforded ourselves and you a golden opportunity to read that selection as well. And we will be back next week to discuss, of course, David Foster Wallace's seminal classic, Infinite Jest, and these two pension short stories uh, uh, that are previously listed, previously listed, the Small Rain and Lowlands. Um, Steve, do you, have any, do you have any closing thoughts or anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sounds pretty good to me. I mean, if I were, if I were listening to this, I would say, ooh, mamma mia, I should get my hands on some uh, PDFs, Project Gutenberg or whatever else. And uh, give these a read so that I can jump in on the comments and give my opinion or send an email. That's what I would do. In any case, I do want to mention. Go go crazy. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for stopping by. And uh, maybe this is unlistenable to some. But uh, it's fun to to chat. And you're kind of getting a a bird's eye view, a fly on the wall view of uh just some conversation about fun stuff herbs tea sports uh whatever it may be so chime in if you wish uh if you have nothing nice to say um i'll let jared yeah give his thoughts on that yeah i'll I'll have i'll go crazy i'll pop off right but while we're on sports i do want to uh for for somebody who i do know who listens every now and again maybe not to every one of them but maybe don't do a first and last name just just to preempt this maybe just i won't give any names because okay, they'll Thank know you. who they are all right good uh they'll know who they are and you you'll know who they are probably okay and i just want to say since we're on sports i will say palmeras 
is in the, I believe they just won their, or they lost the second leg, but they won on aggregate in the semifinal of the Libertadores. So they're now oh, in the okay. final. So this is soccer, of course. Of course. And uh, Palmeiras, who I believe their logo or their mascot is like a like a hog, like a full-on uh, mm -hmm. uh, warthog. Yeah. So the pork, the porkers. I'll tell you what the the Palmeiras porkers. Mm -hmm. Get out there, go win that final. If any of the players, I know the players like to listen to this too. So uh, there's your motivation. And if 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 any players come in here into the chat and uh, show us your medal, if you, if you if you end up winning, we will send you. You ready for this? Go crazy. We'll send you some uh, some tea. Yes, we will. So get in uh, here, send us yeah. a picture of that medal. Libertadores final. I want to see a gold medal from Palmeiras from Palmeiras players. Get in here into the yeah. comments. Send us an email. We'll send you one free uh, one day supply of tea. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, and I guess with that, um, you know, thanks again for joining us. Uh, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Of course, uh, David Foster Wallace and Gromit at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to, we want reviews. Uh, and you know, obviously, we know that this is a you know, we are uh, unapologetic in our supply of legitimate book criticism and discussion and analysis each and every week, as we have for almost four odd years now. Um, but of course, uh, in tandem exists a, a great appeal for our podcast as it's a, as an insight into, uh, you know, having a little book club with your friends. And we should hope that you're reading along at home and uh, can, can, you know, we can establish more of a you know, less, uh, you know, less of an acquaintanceship and more of a friendship with the broodleaf bunch, uh, as we once upon a time had with the cave dwellers, the creatine loaders, um, grommet heads and the grommet heads, of course. Uh, all right. Thanks again for listening. We'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, okay. Bye. Take care. Have fun. Have fun. Oh, oops. Shit.